Letter 9 The ark continued its voyage, drifting around here and there and yonder, compassless and uncontrolled, the sport of the random winds and the swirling currents. And the rain, the rain, the rain, it kept on falling, pouring, drenching, flooding. No such rain had ever been seen before. Sixteen inches a day had been heard of, but that was nothing to this. This was a hundred and twenty inches a day, ten feet. At this incredible rate it rained forty days and forty nights, and submerged every hill that was four hundred feet high. Then the heavens and even the angels went dry. No more water was to be had. As a universal flood, it was a disappointment. But there had been heaps of universal floods before, as is witnessed by all the Bibles of all the nations, and this was as good as the best one. At last the ark soared aloft and came to rest on the top of Mount Ararat, 17,000 feet above the valley, and its living freight got out and went down the mountain. Noah planted a vineyard and drank of the wine and was overcome. This person had been selected from all the populations because he was the best sample there was. He was to start the human race on a new basis. This was the new basis. The promise was bad. To go further with the experiment was to run a great and most unwise risk. Now was the time to do with these people what had been so judiciously done with the others, drown them. Anybody but the Creator would have seen this. But he didn't see it. That is, maybe he didn't. It is claimed that from the beginning of time he foresaw everything that would happen in the world. If that is true, he foresaw that Adam and Eve would eat the apple, that their posterity would be unendurable and have to be drowned, that Noah's posterity would, in their turn, be unendurable, and that by and by he would have to leave his throne in heaven and come down and be crucified to save that same tiresome human race again. The whole of it? No. A part of it? Yes. How much of it? In each generation, for hundreds and hundreds of generations, a billion would die and all go to perdition except perhaps ten thousand out of the billion. The ten thousand would have to come from the little body of Christians, and only one in the hundred of that little body would stand any chance, none of them at all except such Roman Catholics as should have the luck to have a priest handed a sandpaper their souls at the last gasp, and here and there a Presbyterian, no other savable, all the others damned by the million. Shall you grant that he foresaw all this? The pulpit grants it. It is the same as granting that in the matter of intellect the deity is the head pauper of the universe, and that in the matter of morals and character he is away down on the level of David.